Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Healthy, Happy, Sexy. I'm your host, Angela Rose, and this is episode 12. I am so excited. Feeling really good about things. I'm back in the groove and just really, really excited about what the future holds career-wise for me. And I've now, you know, expanded my brand from just YouTube and videos and photography to now actually discussing important things in life. And that's not something I always felt was the best to do on YouTube. YouTube I find is a little bit more short and sweet and visual content and on here I really want to dive deeper into important topics because for me I am a water sign. I am a Scorpio so I really do love long in-depth conversations. YouTube is a very surface level platform. So today I really want to chat about mindfulness and what mindfulness actually means and how to be more present and live mindfully and live in the present moment. Today's Friday. Yesterday, I actually just got back from Niagara. I kind of vlogged as well if you guys want to see the actual experience, but I went to Niagara, Ontario with two of my friends, Brayden and Jen, and they're no strangers to my YouTube channel. We've done fun little mukbangs together and they've been in my vlogs, so they're definitely my best friends and we always have such like literally a hoot together. So we stayed in Niagara Falls. I feel like that is a globally known icon. So we stayed there. We had a Falls View Hotel, which was beautiful. But then for the day went about almost half an hour away to Niagara on the lake. And that is where all the Niagara wineries are. That's Wine County in Canada or definitely Ontario I don't know where they have more wineries in Canada but it's definitely like a winery capital obviously there were some restrictions with COVID there weren't as many tastings and how it's normally set up it was actually my first time but Jen has been before and she said yeah usually you can just go up to the bar taste a few different glasses and then pick your favorite and go enjoy outside but how it currently is is that most of the places except for one that we went to you actually can only you can only kind of go outside and order one glass without even tasting it so It was a little bit different, but it was still really, really nice to get away. We planned it out to go midweek so it wouldn't be as busy as well. So as I'm telling you guys this, I want to tell you that it was so nice to kind of escape reality, be with some of my best friends, really enjoy our time together. It's not like we see each other, you know, every week. We do quite a bit, but when I'm with them, I really do like to enjoy my time with them and be present and live mindfully and be in the moment with them and really enjoy my time. These times have been so go, go, go. And if you don't kind of, you know, stop and slow down and live in the present moment, then I have realized that you will not truly be happy. If you're always thinking about the future, worrying about the future, thinking about the past, blaming the way you are in the present on the past, then you won't truly be happy. So one thing that I have really been loving doing is just living in the moment, being happy. I've said that a bunch already and just really getting off your phone, immersing yourselves into conversation, being present, contributing to conversations and you know, just having a good old laugh and really, really honestly just being in the moment. The reason why I think being so mindful is so important is because I feel like there has been a lot of depression linked to 
worries about the future and regrets of the past. So I feel like if we all really try to focus on the present, being in that conscious state of mind, we will truly reach peak happiness. The actual definition of mindfulness, because when I was getting some research for this podcast, is that it really means the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. Another definition is a mental state achieved by focusing on one's awareness of the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. So what I get from the second definition is that You can achieve this higher mental state by focusing in on your awareness of the present moment. The way I think would be best to achieve that is through meditation. Sitting there in the present moment and just really being grateful for what we have and what is to come to us and just accepting everything that comes our way, feeling powerful enough to handle whatever it is and accepting that whatever you receive, you are more than capable to handle and overcome any situation. I feel like once you start accepting that we don't always get to choose and control what the future gives us or holds, then we can really start just accepting and being grateful. Whatever we are given and whatever happens to us, to be thankful and just to live in the present moment and be happy with what we receive. I mentioned in a couple videos that I'm moving and I'm still yet to find a house. So we're definitely in this in-between stage of We don't have a home, it's been sold, and we are wanting to find one that meets all of our criteria. So I've really been trying to put myself in a visual headspace of envisioning myself in this new home with that meets all my requirements. And I really truly believe that it will pop up. One did, but unfortunately it was sold. And just to not have the mindset of getting angry and thinking, oh, I wish I got that house it's what I deserve not focusing on that but focus on it happened for a reason and the best is yet to come there's one on its way and ready for me to move into it just hasn't been listed yet that is going to be even better than the old one and I believe once you truly start thinking like that good things naturally become attracted to you that is when you will start having this happy aura around you this gratefulness and just to be truly grateful for what we have. I honestly think when I started putting my phone away in social settings, I just became happier and have stronger memories of that time. I went to my friend's cottage sometime in July and she's the type of person to, you know, not reply for a day or something like that but I know it's like not in a malicious way at all. That's just how she is. I think for the average person that is definitely a life that seems totally attainable type of lifestyle that could make someone a lot more sane and happy but when I was up at the cottage or anytime I'm kind of away or with a friend that I haven't seen in a while I always make a point to put my phone away and really live in the present moment. I also think that keeping like a monthly journal for yourself to kind of keep tabs on yourself because no one's going to hold you accountable 
the way that you do or maybe your partner or your parents which are great great like helpers in your life and I do think that you should always keep tabs on your family your siblings your parents your children your partner and making sure they're reaching the goals that they have vocally set out that they said they wanted to do Um, because a lot of people do say things and then don't do them and I do think that there are a lot of people that just talk and have ideas and it's one thing to do that but it's another if you truly want to achieve them and to put in the work and actually act on it. So I think it's really important to kind of keep a journal and keep tabs on yourself. So let's say you have a goal that you want to read five books this summer um, let's say over the course of five months. So you need to be checking in with yourself you know maybe every other week also is bi-weekly referred to as like every other week or does bi-weekly mean twice in a week I'm confused by that and I couldn't find an actual answer on google but anyways maybe if you're checking in with yourself every other week and at the end of the month do kind of like a recap so did you read one book because if you plan to want to read five books within five months you need to be making sure you're reading one book per month how much time are you spending doing other things that aren't very meaningful or less important how many hours of tv did you watch and how many of those hours could you have been reading to reach your goal to finish your book that month so if you do have goals for yourself try and keep yourself accountable to attain them because when you actually do reach that goal you're going to be so so happy. I read a quote just this morning actually that says you can't be committed to your dream and your comfort zone at the same time. So if you do have goals as small or as big as reading a book in a month you need to make sure you're clocking those hours in the right way. So are you reading each night even if it's 10 pages a night Or are you watching two hours of Love Island? Because that's what I've been doing this month. And (laughs) I'm definitely not going to be doing that next month. Because as much as I love the show, there are more important things that I would like to get done before the end of summer. And just doing a time check for everyone, it is almost like halfway through August. So summer is really coming to a close, unfortunately. Hopefully it'll be still warm in like late September. We're definitely on the outs of summer. Keep your goals in check. Make sure you're still on the right road and path to achieve them. So I do have some tips for you on how to live in the moment and be present. So the first one is to remove unneeded possessions. Minimalism forces you to live in the present. Especially if you remove items associated with past memories, it frees up your mind and allows you to stop living in the past. Once the past no longer has power over you, you can begin to live in the moment. This is a really important one. I actually touched on it in last week's episode and I was going on about how to get rid of the abundance in our life because there has been just a lot that I've been going through personally um, in terms of cleaning out my house and getting ready to move so I've realized how much stuff I have and I'm a very like clean organized person but I definitely do have an abundance of clothing that's something that I would love to have a more minimal lifestyle for I'd love to have you know just basics mostly neutral colors that I can mix and match with because 
I just don't like an abundance of anything because to me that means like clutter and like storage and I don't believe that anyone needs all that extra room. You can definitely always, always, always cut back and cut down. So if you do want to live a more minimal lifestyle, then episode 11 is a good one to listen to. Number two is to smile. Each day is full of endless possibilities. Start it with a smile. You are in control of your attitude every morning. Keep it optimistic and expectant. So if you are excited about the day and what it is that will be coming your way, then good things will happen to you. You'll be in the present and just accepting and grateful for everything that you have. Number three, fully appreciate the moments of today. Soak in as much as today as you possibly can. The sights, the sounds, the smells, the emotions, the triumph and sorrow of each and every day. These are in our daily lives, but we often forget to take them in and truly appreciate them. I can't believe, first of all, how fast that the summer is going by. I feel like the past couple months has just been flying by. And if we don't fully appreciate everything that goes on in each day, day in and day out, then I feel like it's going to move even quicker. And of course, there's always going to be trials and tribulations, challenges, forks in the road of life. But you need to realize that is bound to happen and it happens to everyone. You may feel like bad things are happening to you and a bunch of good things are happening to other people. We'll always come full circle. You're going to have your time to shine if you are going through a rough patch right now. But just appreciate every little moment. You know, if you are going through a hard time, appreciate a really nice cup of coffee in the morning. Appreciate a new podcast episode from your favorite influencer or whoever appreciate a good workout appreciate a nice sunny warm day and get outside and inhale the beautiful fresh air number four to forgive past hurts if you are harboring resentment towards another human because of past hurts choose to forgive and move on forgive and forget and realize it is in the past close that chapter you don't need to wish them harm you don't need to be happy towards them but just close that chapter out of your life and move on and live your present happy self and look forward to the future if you allow past hurts to impact your mood on today you're never going to be happy you need to choose to be present and live in the moment instead because otherwise it'll impact your day-to-day life number five is to love your job if you just survive the work week and you're constantly waiting for the weekend just to get there then you're wasting five out of seven days of the week and that's a huge chunk of the week to just be waiting and wishing for only two days that personally I think the weekends just fly by there's two things that you can do and that is to find a new job that you actually enjoy or find something about that job to appreciate in your current position you know if you're just moping around at your job is it because you're actually miserable and it's an okay job or is it because you're not living in the present and making the most out of it sometimes people just like wish they had it differently but if you're not going to actually take the action and do something for yourself about it then you need to live in the present and accept where you are and make the most of it if you're actually in a bad situation at work it's not like someone's bullying you or you truly truly hate your boss then I would say get out of there you know I never truly became super happy until I became 
an entrepreneur myself and in control of my own life and my day-to-day schedule. If I never actually took the reins to do that and quit working for someone else, then I would say, and if you're scared to, maybe you're not financially ready or you don't know what you want to do with your life, then stay in your current job if it's not harmful in any way and make the most out of it. Look forward to your lunch every day that you pre-pack or meal prep the week before. Appreciate your coworkers and the chatting with them and building something together as a community. So love what you do. If you don't, you need to figure out how you can be happy or figure out how to move on. Number six is to dream about the future, but to work hard today. You need to dream big. You need to say, I can and I will, and realize that that can be you and it will be you. But you also need to set goals and plans for the future. You also need to set those goals and plans to work towards that. But you have to work hard each and every day in the present. And if you aren't doing that, then you're never going to get to your future self and you're only ever going to be dreaming about it. So you need to put in the work to the day to day. And it's all these small steps. It's one foot in front of the other. And if you don't take one step today, you're not going to get you know, 10 kilometers down the road and reach the finish line of where you want to be. I'm going to give you guys an example. So let's say I really want to start my own cookbook and I'm dreaming and visualizing myself on the cover, but I'm never going to get there if I don't write out the recipes, if I don't, you know, make the actual book and put it on a website type of deal. You know what I mean? Like you need to do all these tiny little in-between steps to get the final shiny product. Dreaming about the future is only productive when combined with action taken today. Number seven is to not dwell on past accomplishments. If you're still talking about what you did yesterday, you haven't done much today. There's plenty of time to build upon past successes and create more memories and achievements for future you. In future, you'll be chasing the memories of today. If you're constantly talking about, you know, one big, great, amazing thing you did two, three years ago and not talking about the future and what you're currently doing, then that's the best you're ever going to be. You need to be mindful and pay attention to what you're currently doing and be excited about current things. If you keep talking about the one big thing you achieved five years ago, that's all you're ever going to be. Be present, build goals that you want to achieve and talk about current successes. You always want to create more memories. So don't just dwell on the one big one you had because that's not the best you're ever going to be. Number eight is to stop worrying. You can't fully appreciate today if you worry too much about tomorrow. Realize that tomorrow is going to happen whether you worry about it or not. And since worry has never accomplished anything for anyone because it hasn't happened yet, you're just worrying and predicting, but you could be wrong, redirect your mental energy elsewhere. I used to struggle with this like crazy. I always used to have like fake conversations with myself and like pretending I'm talking to another person that I think is going to happen in the future. Let's say I'm in an argument with someone. I will like literally in my head and talk out loud predicting how that conversation is going to go and just going through it in my head before it's even happened. And I can tell you 90% of the time that I've done that, that sort of conversation never even occurs with that person in the future. It's wasting your time, you know, getting angry, hyping yourself up over something 
that is most likely never going to happen. And usually it's like conversations for me, worrying about just anxious moments in the future, arguments for an example. But honestly, most of the time it's not going to happen. So just stop worrying about, stop worrying about situations until it actually occurs and then take action on how to fix it. Number nine is to think beyond old solutions to problems. Don't get locked into saying, but that's how we've always done it mentality. There's always room to grow. If you're not, you know, researching, and I've said this before, if you're not researching and reading, being your own teacher, being your own cheerleader, you can't keep having the mentality of, oh, we've always done it this way. You need to always look into the future and what are better ways we can do things. The way that we present our present actions should be a reflection of our future selves and who we want to be a reflection of. And last but not least is to conquer addictions. And this goes back to the quote I was just talking about how you can't be committed to your dream and your comfort zone and be comfortable at the same time. Addictions hold you hostage in your life and this is not about drugs or anything of it like that. It's addictions to social media, TV shows, toxic relationships, an abundance of things, you know, constantly online shopping. Those type of things hold you hostage from the life that you want to live. You want to be completely free of all unnecessary things in your life, live in the present moment and be happy. Allow yourself to live in the moment, be happy and not feel connected or tied down to anything that you don't want to be and anything that is unhealthy for you or not helping you get to where you want to be. When I was talking about if you're on vacation, get off your phone. Don't be tied or glued to your phone. Enjoy the short amount of time that you have with your friends and enjoy the beautiful day because it's going to come quick enough that you have to get back to work and continue to build your dreams and build a life for yourself. Can I just say I'm so happy with today's podcast already. I feel like we've really gone over some things that will really make a change for a lot of people listening and I am so excited that I've been reading and researching a lot on mindfulness and how to be happy day-to-day truly because to tell you guys the truth I have always really struggled with being like a genuinely happy giddy person like my whole life so to really live in the moment and be present is something that has really really helped me so the last topic that I want to talk about in this episode is to just how to be a mindful more sustainable human being and I talked about this in one of my videos because I have been doing a couple of clothing hauls. I got sent some clothing from Zaffle. I did a Zara sale haul. I kind of went crazy when they had a sale and not everything was necessary for me to buy. Recently, I have discovered the app Depop. I believe it's a UK-based app, but it works in most like major cities. I'm from Toronto and there's a ton of people using the app. And what I can say is that I absolutely love the sustainable shopping. Like I love this whole idea of thrifting. I remember when I was in high school, I used to always go to like Value Village and find one of a kind pieces. But what I truly love about it is that everyone on that app 
is always wanting to shop and be a more eco-friendly person, you know, trading cool clothes, putting things up for sale that you know is an amazing piece, but it just doesn't work with your personal style anymore. If you spend so much money on clothes, it's actually a better way to kind of get your money back and also still getting new things, but in a more sustainable way. I have generally always donated clothes literally like 10 garbage bags in the past couple years just of clothes donating but clothing costs a lot of money and if I do have some expensive pieces I am more than happy to let someone actually repurchase that and seeing what they have to offer and usually these are definitely the more expensive or higher-end pieces and anyone who does pick up secondhand clothing at Value Village or something you know that sometimes they can be totally, totally underpriced and I would just feel bad donating something really expensive and then Value Village getting the money for it because at those types of places, someone is still making a profit. I'm happy to put my really like expensive pieces up on Depop and make someone really happy. I actually sold a coat that I only bought a year ago and it was bought by this girl who lives in Australia. So I'm actually really excited for her to get it. And I think it's so cool that something that I once really loved is now going to literally the other side of the world. Now, these are a few more items where you can really reduce your carbon footprint and for me I really like to try and limit my amount of waste while I am on this earth and the first thing that I have always done for the past few years and I love telling people about is using a menstrual cup and I absolutely love these because there's literally no mess once you get the hang of it and I feel like a lot of people do try it but get scared of them because it doesn't really work out for them the first couple times you just really need to play with it get comfortable with your body and once you get the hang of it then you don't even need to change it for 12 hours i literally only change mine like once a day it's amazing and that compared to using a tampon it's amazing so i absolutely love a menstrual cup give it a try and try it out a couple times before you get the hang of it the second thing that i use in my bathroom now is reusable cotton rounds and I love these. I take off my makeup with them. Also to take off my makeup, I use a thick, fluffy microfiber cloth. And I'm telling you guys, this takes off all like a full face of makeup with just water. It's insane. It's what like the makeup eraser is made out of. But I get my microfiber cloths from the dollar store and it's the same thing just be mindful about how much you're spending too like do you need to go to sephora and buy the 40 dollar makeup eraser no you can go buy the exact same cloth at dollarama for a dollar so it's crazy how much these companies mark up product prices cloth itself is probably 30 cents per unit so it's crazy that something like that can be so expensive when i know you can get it for so cheap and then the last thing that i want to mention is a reusable metal shaver i know someone who actually uses literally a straight blade to shave her legs and it's kind of like a ritual for her but um, I don't think I'll ever get there, but there are reusable metal shavers that you can use. You can insert, you know, three to five blades and reuse them instead of using the plastic reusable ones. So I just want to leave you guys with some of those tips 
And back to like marketing and, you know, inflation in prices. I was in Walmart the other day and I was looking, I was in the shaving aisle and I was looking for that and I saw the price of disposable razors and I saw the women's razors, like those pink disposable ones and they only had like two blades and those were like $6 and then I scooted down like 10 steps and I saw the men's disposable razors which were also two blades, like the exact same thing except for the plastic razor was blue instead of pink and they are two dollars like i've never seen marketing so like in your face like that it's exact the exact same product except one is pink and one is blue and one is six dollars and one is two dollars i truly believe there are not a lot of people who are wary of this not that you're trying to like save your money or anything but why would you even want to fall into that marketing trap just be a mindful shopper and just being mindful in general you know are you being present are you doing the smartest thing that you can possibly be doing you're definitely the only person that's ever going to look out for your best interests in life you want to always look for a partner and hopefully you're in a family who also looks out for your best interests and keeps you on track and making sure you're achieving those goals but you are the only person who's going to ever be there for yourself you need to make sure you are being accountable yourself keep a journal I love that trick you know making sure you're on top of things one thing I want you guys to always remember and ask yourself is are you a creator or a consumer are you creating the life that you want for your future self or are you consuming someone else's life are you watching tv shows are you watching someone else's life on instagram and not making your own you know don't waste time always watching you need to be building because if you have a dream and a goal and you and picturing your future self in a certain light you're never going to get to meet that person unless you're creating so stop wasting your time consuming and I just want to repeat a quote from what I said earlier in the podcast because I just love it so much I'll post it on the healthy happy sexy Instagram as well I post all quotes and inspiration pics on there dreaming about the future is only productive when combined with action taken today if you want to see similar inspiration and quotes and just an overall nice aesthetic page head over to Instagram and go to at healthy happy sexy podcast if you guys want to follow me there and also give me feedback on the podcast you can leave me a review if you're listening on apple itunes podcasts you can leave reviews on that app as well i have my singing bowl here actually and i want to leave you guys with some sounds i've been staring at it this whole time i've been recording and i just absolutely love the way that it sounds. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you next week.